We have a very special episode for you today, so we might as well get right into it. It is officially Thursday. It's Mark Pyers. I was walking and it's looking for another way. I'm here. To ease my mind and help my living. It's Renaissance, man. It's Mark Byers, Renaissance, man. I'm here to connect with you, to amplify your current state. And I'm here with you on day 1,200 in a row of the Renaissance, man. Show, we're officially into the 1,200s. We're here, we're doing it. I can't believe it. I'm so excited to be here in the 1200s, moving towards my favorite number, 13, 1300. And let's get right into tonight's festivities. I have an a, amazing guest joining us tonight. This is very exciting for me because I am a huge fan of magic, as you guys may or may not know. And right now I have Dr. Jonathan Royal on with me. If Over from England right now, it's like two in the morning, I think. Jonathan, are you with me? Let me see if I can go over and click on ask for the audio to work. Ask to start video. Uh, let's, oh, I have to start my video. There we go. Now we're doing it. Jonathan, you there? There he is. Yeah. Hey, buddy. How are you? I gotta I'm good. Out. Oh, goodness. I'm so glad to have you on the air. So we are live then, yeah? We are live, my friend. Welcome uh, from Connecticut here in the United States of America. And I hear you're over in England, which is our our brothers and sisters across the water. Manchester in England, indeed. Good, uh, well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are watching this, because we post it out there far and wide. And as it says here, you want to see a magic well, not just magic, but mind magic, magic, hypnosis, bits of everything, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was looking at your bio, and I was quite impressed with the fact that this has been a lifelong passion of yours and a journey towards, I think, mastery. And uh, I want to really delve into that, if you don't mind, talk about, you know, how your love for mentalism and for hypnosis has led you towards helping people find better versions of themselves and also help them through struggles they're dealing with in their day-to-day -day life. And also the side that you go, because I'm a comedian and I, I, you know, write comedy live in the moment. I saw some of the videos that you do and how you're able to get these really amazing things to take place. So the comedy side of you is beautiful too. And I'm like, man, I want to get into all of it. So I'm so glad you're joining me. And I just, I thank you for your time and also for your, for your passion to your craft. No, no worries. I mean, anything you want to ask me, we will. And if viewers want to uh, obviously put questions in, you'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on. But I'll tell you what, let's start with an experiment. Okay. Okay. Oops, I want you to imagine I've got an invisible deck of cards here. Now, I'm going to place them towards the screen. So if you can just take them off me, uh, Mark, that would be good. Okay. Excellent. Take those cards and, um, as you do, give, give them a shuffle if you would. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do the old, the what do they call that one? The uh, Yeah. Um, I, can I just say, it I works it. much better if you take them out of the box first. Okay. Let me take them out of the box for you. Now give them a shuffle. That's excellent. 
And now put them back in the same order you started with. Okay. May I hand so, it back to you? Very quickly, and, and you can do this almost in a split second like that because such is the beauty of Magic Invisible cards. Uh, I want you to take all the number cards. So that's ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, in one hand. And then take the picture cards, which is your jacks, your queens, and your kings, or some people call them knaves, don't they, instead of jacks, mm-hmm. um, in the other hand, okay? Okay. Which hand have you got the number cards in? Left. So just hold it up so it's because people get confused watching videos. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's flipped. Um, flipped sorry. They're the number cards. And the other hand has got the picture card, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which are your, generally speaking, would you say right now in this moment are your favorites? Number cards or picture cards? Uh, probably picture cards. Okay, so you quite, a lot of people generally are because this tend to be high value cards. So if you've already got the number cards high in the air, just throw them over your shoulder. Yeah, they're going we'll Okay, so that now leaves you with the knaves or jacks, the queens, and the kings. Uh, spread them out in front of you so that you've, you can see you've got the four jacks, you've got the four queens, you've got the four kings. Which of those are your least favorites? The jacks, the queens, or the kings? I think I guess I gotta say the kings. Okay, take take the kings, throw them over your shoulder They're like gone. you did before. All right, I got so it. now you've got jacks and you've got queens. Put the four jacks into one hand and the four queens into the other. Okay, and on the count of three, I want you to reach towards your screen so you can give to me. I've got a prediction. Here, but give to me one set of those cards. So one, two, three. Just reach forward and give me. Which ones are you giving me? The jacks, one-eyed jack. I'm going to throw them away. That leaves you with only four cards, the four queens. So split them now so you've got the two black queens in one hand and the two red queens in the other. You've had a free choice all along, but we've got down now to just the four queens. So um, hold up one hand in the air. Are they the red queens or the black queens? The black queens. Throw them over your shoulder like you did before. Same as we've done every time. So that leaves you only with the red queens. And I want people, when they watch this video back, as people do in this day and age, which has made a magician and mind readers or a trickster job inevitably a lot harder, because people go back and watch and go, what did he do differently? Well, when they watch the video, they'll see that every time you've made a choice, each and every time, the cards have got thrown away. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed, which has left you to this point where you've got two red queens. If you'd have got rid of the picture cards at the beginning, you'd have a number card now. But as it is, you've got two red queens. You've got the queen of diamonds and the queen of hearts, but one in each hand. Okay. And before you even tell me, because I've already committed here with a prediction, throw one of the queens away over your shoulder so you're only left with one red queen. Have you got left in your hand, could only you know because it's facing you, have you got the Queen of Hearts or the Queen of Diamonds? Which have you got left? Got to go with the Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Turn it around, show everyone. It is indeed the Queen of Hearts. Now, people are thinking he's mad. But here's the thing. These have been in full view at all times. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, I made a prediction. I turned one card face the other direction amongst them. Genius. Without the Queen of Hearts, you had a free choice. 
You could have ended up with picture cards, you could, um, but you ended up with queens. You could have ended up with black. But no, I predicted you would end up with the queen of hearts. So confident I was just to prove that I couldn't do any jiggery poker because people might think I had other choices there, um, you know, number cards or whatever, is that I gave that an entirely different colour back. That's, that's uh, great. Just to really, really prove that I couldn't do any jiggery pokery, all the other cards are completely blank. That's great. That's an awesome trick. You know, it's um, it's it's one of the things that I love is the way that you can work someone in a direction in order to get the result. When I was um younger, it's funny, and, that, and that's the metaphor behind that. Yeah, because I, I'm I'm not going to tell viewers exactly how it's done, but the but the thing is. I take them from my background, which you alluded to before. I was born on a circus, uh, traveling circus, and fun, fair, carny kind of family background is what I come from. And at the age of uh, three and a bit here in England, I was uh, Britain's, uh, Europe's, possibly the world's at the time, youngest paid circus clown uh, wow. under the name Flap the Clown, working uh, two shows a day in, in the circus, doing all the comedy daft stuff with the red nose on. That's and over awesome. the years as I grew up, I started doing magic, juggling, um, and various different performance arts that along the way, including bits of acting, all have different elements of psychology within them. Yeah, they do, you're right. I didn't realise how important that was until later in life. So, for example, with that experiment we've just done, that trick, and there is a trick to it, um, and all I'm going to say for the viewers at home is I made, and you can watch the video again, but I made Mark end up, I knew from the beginning he was going to pick the Queen of Hearts because I decided it was going to be the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. But if you watch that video back, everything happened the same way every time. He threw the cards away every single time. Yeah, the only difference... The only the only, the only difference is between me and you, what, what you know, the, the direction I was led, they don't know. And that's the beauty of the trick. And that's what I love about it. And I think what's great is, and I was talking about this last night, is the mastery behind taking a good idea, a good concept, and then making it your own is one of the best things about magic, about hypnotism, about mentalism. And... I'm I'm fascinated. I bought a book years ago. I think I told you in my message that uh, thirteen steps to mentalism. And I'm never... Tony Corinda, yeah, yeah, Corinda. And I never read the. Ugh. It's somewhere here in my vase, and I just should read it because I remember when I went to the shop I used to go to, they were like, um, "Yeah, if you read this, you'll be able to do some serious stuff." And I was like, "Oh man!" And I just didn't get around to it. And I'm a realtor, so I thought it might be a good thing to be able to sense people's body language a little better. And that's what I think you learn a lot of in Corinda. The chapter right? in there. On what they call cold reading, and that definitely it, 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 it's it's an element of reading people's body language. It's an element of understanding what they really mean through their voice tones, because you know the words people say only give a certain meaning. The way in which they say those words can hide or reveal way more than they expect. So there's things that come from all different avenues. So my magic background gave me an element of trickery and psychology. Mm -hmm. um, mentalism, mind reading background did, hypnosis did. Now, as you said, in this day and age, which we'll get to uh, shortly, no doubt, I do spend a heck of a lot of my time doing hypnotherapy, helping people to overcome fears, phobias, addictions and stuff and going to companies to help motivate people using metaphors 
um, metaphors like we've just did, I, you know, except sometimes in corporate companies, I will do things where I can show them exactly how it was done afterwards so they can use it in their sales environment to yeah. help, you know, motivate and... Um, you know, that's an interesting question I'm curious about. So if somebody, say you came across a group of a, a company and the sales force just isn't pulling their weight, there's a motivation factor that's not there. Is that something you can sort of entice or invigorate with, with hypnosis where you can get them to find a new uh, like urge to be there or excitement to be there? Or is that kind of just a human thing where you're just like, look, I don't like my job. Of course you can. Yeah. I mean, the, th the hypnosis um, is just a tool. It's communicative. But if a sales team has got dejected, for example, um, using hypnosis, relaxation techniques, call it what you will, we can help them go into their mind and remember the times when they felt really confident, when they felt successful, when they were in, as sports people call it, the zone, okay, when they right. felt invincible. And we get them to visualize it. What, the wonderful thing about the human brain is it doesn't know the difference between something that's imagined mm. or something that's real. We do consciously, but the subconscious, unconscious, or as I like to call it, our personal laptop computer, doesn't know the difference, which is why sports people will mentally rehearse running a race hundreds of times and winning because the unconscious mind stores that in the computer, laptop computer. The database. There's a win, hundreds of wins. So when they can come to physically go on the track, their operating software is operating from a position of a winner, of having won, of belief. That's and a prime example of that is um, one of the first guys to discover what we now call sports psychology um, was Roger Bannister, who people have probably heard of, but in case you haven't, he was the guy who was the first person to run the four-minute mile. Oh, wow. Nobody believed it was possible. All these sports people had got really, really close. Four minutes. Ten, four, nine. And, and the, the world's top elite sports people couldn't get less than, say, four minutes, few seconds. And they went, well, that's it. We're the best. We're all the peak. None of us can do it. It can't be done. So they were giving themselves a negative suggestion. It couldn't be done. There you go. Hit the wall. Roger Bannister didn't listen to that. He, I think, uh, I'm not sure what he came across, but I, I think I read somewhere it was a book called The Master Key by Charles Hanney that was written late 1800s, early 1900s. It was one of the first ever personal development courses. It was the forerunner to what is now known as the law of attraction. Mm. And positive thinking, as it also gets called. And ultimately, he did mental rehearsals, Roger Bannister, of breaking the four-minute barrier. Wow. And he rehearsed it again, and then he went on the track, and because he conditioned himself to believe it was possible, and he conditioned himself to come to expect that he could do it, and he, if you like, tricked his operating software that he'd already done it, it hundreds already, of times. Yeah, it was already done. He went out there and, boom, did it, and here's the most interesting thing. That made news around the world. And then all these elite sportsmen who'd hit that brick wall a few seconds above four minutes suddenly believed it was possible 
to break the four-minute mile. And within a couple of days, a couple more of them did it. Within a couple of weeks, all these elite sportsmen, well, not all of them, but the vast majority, had broken the four-minute mile. I love it. They hadn't done any different training. The only thing that had altered was their mind. With what they were operating inside their mind, yeah, their beliefs. I'm going to share something with you that you can use going forward, but I've, I use this. It's one of my clips here on the show. I've talked about this many times, but in history, and I don't know if anybody's ever mentioned this in this manner before, but there's a word that's been misdefined or just looked at incorrectly, and that reminds me of Dr. Wayne Dyer who said, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. The word impossible is missing an apostrophe in a space. That word is I'm possible. And no matter what you're looking at in life, if you look at it like I can do that, you will be the one who does. And that's the difference between everybody and the guy who does get it done. That guy walks up and he says, I'm possible. That thing's saying, I'm possible. Come get it. And you have to look at everything as it's saying to you, I'm possible. You want, you want to give it a shot? And people give up on themselves too easy. I've been here for 1,200 days in a row. It's, I don't give up. You know, it's hey, kind well, of... Mom. Great achievement. Thank you. Thank you. Just trying to affect a positive change one person at a time. You know, that's why I love when you're you're going in a direction, which is the show. I mean, this is a positivity platform. We've been here for two plus hours every day for, for three plus years. And we're trying to get the world of, that is positive to find it. But they're so, so, so suppressed. I do a Donald Trump impression and I'm an impressionist. So that, I don't know what it is, but they don't want anybody to find my show. But I keep showing up anyway. Um, but the point is the positivity factor is missing in the world today. And I feel like if we can inject as much as possible from all angles, we may be able to beat some of this darkness down. Um, I do have something I want to get. I have a question I was thinking of while you were talking. And and this is a random one, okay? Have you ever gotten someone under, you know, I I don't know if that's what you call it, but you've gotten them in a hypnotic state. And and they Mm -hmm. did they ever start talking about something that really you were like, whoa, like past lives or something where that you're just like, this is crazy. This can't be real. Or maybe it is real and just someone has a connection to something and they're finally understanding it because you got them to that relaxed state. Yeah. Um, well, that it's very rare that that happens spontaneously. How It tends to happen in the context that the person has come for a past life regression. Oh, okay. Now, as few as our listeners can see on my YouTube channel, Celebrity Hypnotist, they type in there in the search box, not while we're on the air, but later, later on, yeah. Past life regression, you will see me in a theater getting audience members, hypnotizing them, and allowing them to explore whatever they may believe it to be. Some would say a past life that they experience other people would say that maybe it's genetic cell memory that we've got um you know we've got cells in us provably from ancestors perhaps those contain memories and there is scientific evidence to suggest that's possible perhaps there's some way under hypnosis that you're accessing your ancestors memories through genetic cell memory perhaps it's pure fantasy but that can have a positive effect because, for example, one thing that did happen uh, in one of these performances was that somebody who had, I'm going to just call it a weak arm. I don't know what the medical term was, but it's like they had less strength than they should have in their arm. And they had to be careful because they might end up dropping literally cups of coffee. They had to use the arm. And doctors had no idea what this was. They couldn't find any reason uh, they'd had specialists galore. Anyway, past life them, uh, a show, 
and they went into a past life where they were relating that they were in a sword fight. Wow. Their arm got sliced off. They lost this sword fight. Now, when they came round, suddenly they said, that, and, and they did, they did it in front of the audience. They were able to put their arm above their head, which they were able to do before, and they felt they had more strength. And they felt that that was because they come to the understanding and realisation of something that had happened to them in a previous life that carried over and was affecting them in this life. Now, if they wow. wanted to believe that, that's fine by me. They can believe whatever they want. Was it just some form of subconscious metaphor to let them know that they could now, things were okay, you know? Because sometimes in life, we get physical ailments because they manifest as symptoms because of stresses that we've been repressing or elements of um, personal feelings like guilt or shame or regret from past experiences that we try and shut off. And because we don't deal with them, they manifest as negative health symptoms. Yeah, that's true. Which um, a great book on that is The Biology of Belief. Dr. Bruce Lipton goes into all that kind of stuff. And maybe that had happened in earlier life, causing the arm issue. Maybe they'd, without realising it, resolved their issues over the years. But now they couldn't just suddenly, because of all the attention they'd had for having this problem with their arm, they couldn't suddenly go, it's all okay now. Yeah, yeah. They needed some sense of permission to change, an excuse to change, an environment where it was safe to change it, a reason that they could go, well, this is why I can now move my arm where I couldn't. A closure before. to that entire event. You know what I like, though, about your your th thought process behind the, the potential of why he had that going on is it reminds me of ghost limbs. I've heard of this before where people lose a leg or something. And there's, they want to scratch the leg that's gone. And they yes. have this mental, like they got to scratch, but there's still no in leg. the computer up here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder if it's almost the same thing. So here's a past life experience where someone lost their arm and they came into this life still thinking that arm didn't, they didn't have access to it. You know what I mean? And so they're, in, they're like, I have an arm, but they, it's like a dead arm, almost the reverse of what, a, what a, the ghost limb would be. And, and then you actually showed them the potential or what happened in their future, which led them to this, you know, this existence of a weird arm that's just in their mind's eye was cut off. I think it's a pretty interesting story, if, if, even if it's just a story that that could be the way it was. It's a metaphor. I mean, yeah. that really did happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and there's video evidence of it happening and before they couldn't, after they do. Why it happened, well, had they lived before? I don't know. We can't prove or disprove that. And was it genetic cell memory? Don't know. Might have been. Was it pure fantasy? Oh, we don't know. None of these can we prove or disprove 100%. Yeah. But you know what? Does it really matter? No, that individual left there able to use their arm and have more freedom in life. Uh, if sometimes if people need a metaphor or, or some thing that might seem to other people daft, stupid, ridiculous, but to one individual, it can be a life-changing or a freedom-giving moment to them, then what 
what does it matter as long as it's having a positive outcome and benefit for them? As long as it's not hurting anybody else. Absolutely. No, I think that's a wonderful way to look at it. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that could use the benefit of, you know, some hypnotherapy or just to break away from this, you know, really this angry divisive message that we've been receiving over the last four or five years across the world. Um, you know, we really could, it, it would be nice to figure out how to hypnotize the, the planet and just tell me, hey guys, why don't you just be nice? Well, you <laughs> don't need to be hypnotized. That's the problem. Um, they're already hypnotized. Oh, that's true. From Good point. They're born till from cradle to grave. You're being hypnotized, mesmerized, brainwashed, and emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually manipulated from all avenues of your daily life. So uh, the education system is not education, it's indoctrination. They teach you to remember things and then repeat things in exams and be rewarded for repeating what you've been told by an authority figure. It's a training camp to obey authority figures. That is what most education is. Guys, what did, uh, I say, what did I say last night, guys, when I read there was a little thing on the blurb on the bottom of your, of your, one of your p- posts, and I said, I love this guy. Before I even had you on, I said, I love this guy, because you said something like, time for the zombies to wake up or something like that. Oh, like, right, yeah. Well, that's my documentary. I've got a documentary it. out called Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis, subtitled It's Time for the Sleepwalking Zombies to Wake Up. And I that's what most it. people are from birth. They don't realize they are, and there's differing degrees of it. But the thing is, the indoctrination education systems brainwashing you to obey authority yeah. um, and, and people in uniforms. And um, be okay to work from from nine to five every it's day. It's making you rely on something. I'm sorry if there's anyone watching this who's, who's religious, but if you want to believe in magic, man, that's your own choice. But the fact is, if you look at it, there isn't every religion on this planet is about control and manipulation and and the biggest cause of wars and disagreement in the world has been religions brother you should you should be tuning into the show all the time this is exactly how i talk you're like sounding like me right now i love it that's cool but you love the documentary then it's one hour 45 minutes it covers my life but it covers how i've experienced what some call conspiracy Mm. from living it um so you know the media for example they're not there to report the news they're there to brainwash you into believing the narrative that the powers that be yep want you to follow or believe absolutely um, no you're, you're nailing on the inside as you'll see explained in the documentary and that's why i've got a, a kind of a weird sort of i suppose you might think look on things because I look at things and I think, what fucking, tr- excuse the language, what fucking okay. trickery is going on here? What deception? They're misdirecting you psychologically or emotionally. Yes. They want you to, you know, politics, for example. The reason there's always more than one political party and there's this thing called voting, because believe me, if you had any chance of, uh, through voting, making any real change in the world, they wouldn't allow you to do it. Okay? No, of course. Because... The powers that be at the tops are still in charge. Whoever here at public level gets voted in does what the people up here tell them to do anyway. Yeah. Voting is to give the general public the illusion of choice, the illusion that they've got some kind of say in it. And it's purposely to cause division. Absolutely. Purposely create different narratives. So some people will be lefties, some will be righties. 
Um, you know, but it's all so, about it's all about dividing all, people. They want disagreement because yep. if we all pull together, yes, well, we could come together and change the world. Our system will come crumbling down. Listen, you're you're. I love everything you're saying. It sounds like every song I've written in the last year. If you listen to my music, I write protest songs just like this in the moment. And I say the words you just said in every song. I wrote "Mandate This." I write crazy songs about this this freedom they're trying to destroy. But outside of that, I wanted to touch on the fact that. Um, you, the reason you're so wide awake, this woke movement's ridiculous, but the reason you're so wide awake is because you can see it from a lens that the rest of the world is blind to right now, which is, like you said, this is distraction, misdirection. I say distraction, but you're right. It's I misdirection. Through magic and mentalism and stage illusion it's and also same misdirection thing. of the mind hypnosis. And I blended all those together. And then, and I'd, I'd learned all these things by, you know, the time I was... Um, sort of. Well, you're seeing the world do to us what you would do in order to put on a show, and you're like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And and it's crazy to me because we talk about on the show like one of my favorite. I guess points to make on a constant is that the only thing that exists is right this very second. Yesterday already happened. Tomorrow does not ex There is no tomorrow. All we have is right now and everything in our lives is a distraction from this second. If we could figure out how to center on this moment more often, we could find happiness. And happiness, by the way, guys, is the goal. It's not about how much money can I make. It's about how many, how much can you smile and share that energy with somebody else around you in order to see some real change in this world, especially when we need it so badly. So I love every everything you're saying, and the fact that you said uh, misdirection is so much better than me saying distraction. Because you're right, it you is know, complete misdirection. And at peace, which is the key that you just alluded to, um, that's what the distractions are about: the divide and conquer, having wars in the world, having voting so that people will agree and disagree, putting stories in newspapers to cause people. To disagree they will purposely do things so that people won't come together so that their mind gets fear fear false evidence exactly. appearing real or false evidence against reality or it can also mean face everything and rise or fuck everything and run yeah but what they want you to do is freeze it's the fight and flight syndrome but in the middle is freeze okay so the way it used yeah. to work and i know this historically isn't correct so Please don't be writing into the show going, caveman were around in dinosaur days. I know, but it's just the way I say it. Okay. Caveman goes out to kill, come sees a dinosaur. He's got a couple of choices. Fight dinosaur, possibly kill it, and take home dinner for the family. Run like the fucking clappers and maybe manage to get away and not get killed, but also not need to fight. Or... What can also happen is freeze of that moment of confusion and disorientation and fear where you go like the cat in the headlights. Um, shall I run? Shall I run? Shall I run? No, shall I fight? I can fight. I can't, no, shall I run? What? Confusion. And you're frozen like the cat in the headlights by fear. And that's where the negative news headlines come. That's why newspapers, um, I, I used to be involved in journalism, and one of the industry sayings is, if it, if it bleeds, it leads, it, right? Meaning the more horrific, painful, or scary, or negative the story, the more likely it is to sell papers and um, get attention, and also the more it's going to put the general populace into the free state where they're distracted from being able to be at peace with themselves. 
where they're distracted from being able to take time for themselves to do the magic keys, which I'll come to in a minute, to enable them to be fully in control. Because you correctly said before, there is only now. Yeah. I could drop that in 60 seconds. So now yeah, is yeah. now. That's it. The past is history. The future is a mystery. Right now is the greatest gift of all. That's it's, why it's called the present. It is the only magic that exists on this planet is the second. And I, and I was talking about this yesterday because I did some old magic trick. And I said, you know, what's great is like I could do a magic trick David Blaine did and do it my own way. And like whoever created that originally created a really cool trick. But the reality, the reality is the only magic on planet Earth that I know of is when I show up here every day without a script and with a blank slate, create comedy after comedy, live song after live song. I was just thinking about a song we just wrote called Creation. Crimes Against Humanity. It's, it's a new song that's going to be released the next week or two. It's called Crimes Against Humanity. And it's such a powerful song about what's going on in the world and how they're literally just trying to exterminate as many people as possible the way I see it. And what I think needs to happen... The great law reset and... Um... Agenda 22 and Agenda 2030 there. 2030. The the yeah, the whole thing seems to be happening. But the, the thing is, and you, you touched on this, they wouldn't allow, and this is why I think after three plus years every single day for two plus hours, I still have a problem getting anybody to know I'm live. I, how many times did I post on Facebook today? Nobody even sees it. They don't. They don't let. And Mark Zucker, Zucker Chuch, I call it. But you yeah. know what? I I said this in the song. The song that I was putting out for Crimes Against Humanity. The line is that it's the fake news, National Enquirer, mainstream media, and that we're two weeks away from getting the story with bat with human ear. Do you remember that one in the National Enquirer when we were younger? It was bat with human ear on the front page of National Enquirer. I use that as a joke all the time, but it's in the song. I say it like multiple times in that song. We're gonna bat with the friggin' human ear. That's what the fake news is telling us that's right that's like next week we're getting that one because everything out of their mouths is a lie and the idea that anybody believes the truth is all of a sudden coming out of their mouths because ukraine war is going on you got to be nothing's been true for the last five years all of a sudden they're going to start telling us the truth these people are, are blatant liars and they're as you say beautifully the intent is to distract to conquer to destroy our ability to come together as one and where do we come from we come from one source and then we split up into 7.7 .7 billion souls and instead of us being like hey we should get together here like no you're you're white and you're what are you freaking kidding me let's get rid of the colors let's start talking about the color of the light coming out of someone's heart and that's what we should be aiming towards is, is actions how people treat each other and try to get to gravitate with the people who treat us the same i don't care what anybody's skin color is i want to find people who who are lifting others up into the light that's what we're I, here to do. I always say it doesn't matter what 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 race color creed you are i, I know this is rather crude but it, it cuts to the chase doesn't matter what color, age, sex, race, color, creed, financial background you are, you, we all piss and shit the same way. And we're all pink on the inside. That was the other one I remember saying. We're all pink on the inside. <laughs> oh, well, goodness. This whole isms things, it's about, it, we're products of our environment. The sick mind fraud or Sigmund Freud, as it was really known, uh, used to say, 
but the environment that we're products of, sadly, is being manufactured, manipulated and controlled by people who do not have your best interest at heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's a weird thing when you start to realize how the wealth of this planet runs and it's not with us at all in mind. In fact, we are in the way. And I start talking about because people are like, well, why would they want to make this 2030 thing? And why would they want to get rid of bodies? I say, guys, you realize we're literally like, I don't know, two and a half years from AI doing everything. And then you have all these bodies on this planet with people sitting around playing games and they have no, no utility. What do you do with billions of people that are, literally have nothing to offer? Well, you got to get rid of them. That's just the elite mentality. And so if they could get to, I think the goal is something around 800 to 1.2 billion people on the planet. Well, if you think about what they did for the last couple of years, you got almost half to three quarters of the planet that decided to trust science. And I don't know. I did a really funny episode. Of, it's a, my own comedy show, Waterworld, and it's 2027. I'm the last one left. <laughs> so I, because I'm the only one who didn't get the bugaboo I call it the bugaboo and I'm the only one who didn't do it and everybody else died and it's like and I'm on Waterworld it's like the Kevin Costner but we did a couple episodes I gotta turn that into a movie we do all kinds of crazy stuff like this and that's why it's it's not really um, appreciated by big tech because I'm pointing out their hypocrisy on a daily and uh, it's it's sad because it's funny I, you and I for example you and I are speaking the exact same way I heard you speak and I'm like, that's everything I've been saying for three plus years, every single day here. And I wrote 170 songs you're from England. So you could appreciate this 170 songs in 13 months, 13 albums in 13 months. And I'm currently to date and not that any of my songs are as good as, but I'm currently tied with the Beatles right now. They had 183 songs in their catalog. I have 183 songs into the world right now and I'm about to put my next yeah. album out in two weeks so the the thing is and I said I don't, Beatles are amazing my music's not anything like the Beatles at all it's good at, at all but the amount of, of content that continues to come out the more impressive thing than is than the 170 songs well, the Beatles will add a wonderful thing on their side allegedly they had what did they do the, uh, did uh, they sell their um, souls in so much as uh, a lot of the big groups of the 60s and some would argue this still goes on today at the high levels of the music industry is that people who are some are incredibly talented but some are just mediocre really um, but they're made to look wonderful through marketing and publicity and promotion and oh I see because they're playing they're part of the narrative music has been used certainly it was around the 60s flower power and all this kind of thing to emotionally manipulate people that's true um 80s they did that with rap music they did the same thing in the 80s at the rap music to try to get more gun violence in the streets they promote the songs where it was like go and shoot each other on the road and go yeah. sell drugs and you know that you can make a lot of money being a drug dealer like all that stuff was promoted in the 80s and early 90s and that's what we had major issues in this country so you're right everything is a Larry, specific hypnotic suggestions let, let, let me give you this um example because hypnotic suggestions it's a fancy term that hypnotists use, but basically it's just suggestions. It's your conscious mind processes things differently to the unconscious. And somewhere in the middle, uh, metaphorically, there is what is called the critical faculty or analytical area of the brain, which is like a gatekeeper, like a doorman on a nightclub to stop the riffraff coming in and to stop the good stuff getting lost, coming out. I see. Uh, that's what I say it metaphorically. So... They have to 
create elements of disorientation or confusion or something to absorb your conscious mind so that it's busy looking at the news or busy listening to music or busy watching a film, okay? So we can get absorbed, fixation on one thing to the exclusion of everything else, which is one of the definitions of hypnosis. And then the doorman will start to pay attention. But that's why other things will come up, other beats in the music or other movements in the background of the scene of the film that they see in the peripheral vision, so that that now gets occupied. So that then a hidden, some might say subliminal, um, image or verbal statement or command can be built into that film or the lyrics of songs, for example. Songs can seem all jolly and upbeat. You can be dancing to them on the dance floor at a party and nobody ever thinks about what actual message is being sent to their unconscious subconscious mind long term. If you sit down a lot of these jolly songs and look at the lyrics, the ones that make the, you know, the top 10, um, a lot of them have really negative um, lyrics in them. Interesting. But they're, but it's a jolly song with negative lyrics. So you're jolly, you're occupied jolly-wise, you're dancing away, which is a physical movement, which helps shut up the doorman because you're both listening to the music, part of your brain's absorbed with that, and then you're moving as well. So critical faculty closes down. The lyrics going into the unconscious mind, you're getting negative suggestions. Wow. With a positive, yeah, positive um, encouragement for negative, uh, you know, intention. That's really interesting. Never thought about it that way. Um, be more, people need to be more careful and, and pay more. But example, viewers, uh, viewers at home can do this as well. I'm going to put my hand like that. I'm going to make that kind of movement. And when I do, I want you to say out loud the word silk. S-I-L-K. Silk, as in a silk shirt. So it'll be, I'll do that. And you'll say silk. 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 And every time I do that, you'll say silk. Uh-huh. Until I ask you a question. And when I ask you that question, I want you to instantly... Give the first answer that comes into your mind. Okay, so S I L K. Silk. Say it out loud. Silk. Silk. Faster. Silk. Silk. What do cows drink? Milk. <laughs> no, they drink water. They drink. They give oh, milk. They drink yeah. water. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I see what you did there. I automatically thought milk. Association. Yeah. Another example, and this gets used in this gets used for manipulation purposes on a higher level. The word tops, T-O-P-S, like I'm wearing a top now. Tops. When I do that with my hand, say the word tops, okay? Yep. Then I'll ask you a question and give the first answer that comes to mind. Same so tops. 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 Faster. Tops. Tops. What do you do Tops. at a green traffic light or signal? Stops. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> signal. Yeah, you're right. But you automatically, I'm think, thinking stops because well, you're talking tops. you see. I'm seeing red. You're occupied. Your mind's been occupied and you make an instant association. So logic goes out of the window because you do genuinely, you knew the answer. You just found yourself saying the wrong thing. Well, you know what I did differently too, while you were talking, I would kept saying tops to see if that would. And then when you got to it, you said, when you get to a traffic stop, and I think I automatically saw red. It was interesting, but I saw red in my mind when I said that it was crazy. 
And so I said, stop. And you said, no, what do you do when it's a green light at a traffic stop? Is that what you said, I think? Well, no, you go at a green one, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I said, yeah. you know, what do you do so at a green traffic you said green. You said, stop. Yeah, no, said, stop. it's crazy. It's, it's, and a lot of people watch. These, these are low-level entertaining ways of trying to give you an example of how easy it is to trick the mind. Yeah. Imagine what the likes of governments around the world who got in England, in Westminster, we have a thing that is commonly known as the nudge unit, the behavioral insights team. They are branch broken off from a thing called the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations, which years ago was the Tavistock Hospital in England, which was the English break off to MK Ultra, the Mind Control Ultra. Uh, experiments done by the CIA in uh, America, which uh, involved the likes of Joseph Mengel, uh, the Nazi who was smuggled into America. These mind control experiments started with the CIA then. They say they ended, but these things never end. In one form or another, no, no, they're you're right. existing through things like the Behavioral Insights Team and through things uh, like if people do research on a thing called Cambridge Analytica, um, Cambridge Analytica is a military-grade information warfare organization that influenced the Trump presidential campaign and influenced the Brexit campaign in England and uh, uh, brainwashed people using the divide-and-control emotional manipulation tactics that we've alluded to earlier and using much higher-level uh, and more refined methods of the flippant examples I've just given, you know? Yeah, you know, I wanted to, because you brought it up too. It's funny, I, I feel like we're kind of leading each other in the same direction. But you uh, you mentioned MK Ultra, and I was actually just about to ask you when you said that, what are your thoughts on, you know, Sirhan Sirhan and all these other people that they say were manipulated prior do you think have you ever researched that with your expertise to see like what your yeah. professional yeah yeah is? i mean this is something i cover in my documentary a little bit um but uh, on, on a bigger level i cover it in my book extreme danger extreme hypnosis it's time for the sleepwalking zombies to wake up which is available on amazon yeah guys by the way i wanted you to know that you have how many books do you have i was noticing that how many books have you written uh, I've lost track. There's, the, the, I actually wrote, it's about 26, wow. and then I'm co-author in about another dozen. That's amazing. Yeah, guys, please head over to Amazon and pick up some copies of, of anything that has a cool title. Support is the most important thing, especially when you're uh, an the artist. The documentary's free. You can watch that for free. Just uh, go to magicalguru.com and click on Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. But yeah, to answer your question, Saran Saran, I do not believe that he... Um, it was his gun that assassinated that the bullet came from. Okay. I've, I believe he fired a gun. Uh, I think that they would have made triply safe that the assassination definitely happened and had one of their own people, as some research and evidence has shown, because of the angle of where the bullet came from, um, actually do the shot. But in terms of being a fall guy, a patsy, the person to blame, where all the uh, attention goes yeah he, i believe as he claims that he was hypnotized and made to think that he was assassinating um except that's not what they would have done because you don't say to somebody sleep when you wake up in a few months time uh you're going to see the person wearing this outfit and you're going to want to kill them that's not what you do 
Okay, that's not how it works. But can you use hypnotic suggestions and techniques to make somebody pick up a gun, fire it at someone, and thus potentially kill them, and then forget that they've done it? Yes, you can. Wow. And two great examples of that. And I worked some little bits and bobs that are in a DVD hypnosis training set of mine called There's No Such Thing as Hypnosis. Uh, I teach a few, I call them hip, the, the hypno tricks. I don't need to get into that, but the, 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 the things that are guaranteed to work that I can present in a manner whereby when they work, which they always will because they're tricks, the person who's involved with them comes to believe that they've worked because of the power of suggestion. And thus it amplifies their levels of belief and expectancy and puts them into a more easily manipulated or brainwashed day. And there's some of these hypno tricks in that set. There's no such thing as hypnosis that were used uh, by a television company called Objective Productions here in England that made a television show featuring uh, a mentalist, psychological illusionist called Darren Brown. Okay. A show that you can find on YouTube and the internet if you search for it called The Assassin. And basically this was emotionally and psychologically and hypnotically conditioning somebody to then go and assassinate a famous British television presenter. Wow. And they did. And they had no memory of doing it afterwards. And you might say, oh, well, that was just, you know, it's for entertainment. It's for TV. Darren Brown's a self-confessed trickster. But, it, well, yeah, he is. But he's also a highly skilled hypnotist. And I have inside a knowledge that that is fully possible and what did happen and didn't. And then after that, in America, one of my colleagues, Tom Silver, um, a hypnotist, on the Discovery Channel, did a show very similar, using similar um, hypnotrix techniques of putting people in baths of ice and stuff that's from my source material, uh, a show that was called Brainwash to Kill. And again, he proved that it was possible. Wow. Uh, and I've been involved in... in, in, in yes, in a nutshell, the bottom line answer is yes. You can make people do things and say things against their will with so-called hypnosis. Now, I say so-called hypnosis not to be not to be flippant about it. It's just because people misunderstand what hypnosis is. That's yeah, why I say you... we're all being hypnotized every day through the media, through religious influences, through social conditioning of what's expected of us, um, through the education system. Hypnosis is verbal suggestion combined with physical suggestion combined with visual suggestions. Sometimes visual suggestions, for example, can be very powerful. So everyone at home do this. Some of this will work for you better than others. What would you do? Take your right hand, your right hand. So that's the one over there for you. Okay. Make a fist. Then make a, a kind of gun thing so you can fire the gun. Now make a ring. And what I want you to do, okay, and we'll start again. Now wiggle your hands. What you must remember now this time is do exactly what I say. Okay, do exactly what I tell you verbally. So come on. Okay, right hand out. Make your fist. Make your gun. Fire that gun. Boom, 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 boom. Make a ring. And then on the count of three, one, two, three, touch that ring to your chin right here. Go and do it now. 
No, your chin's down here, you silly idiot. <laughs> I said, do what I tell you. Oh, interesting. Follow the non-verbal suggestion. Interesting. And that, I mean, I'm giving low-level flippant examples, because obviously I don't want to be doing stuff that causes people to go out and kill people. Yeah, that's but that's, that's a, it's but amazing. If I can do this in a flippant manner, yeah. like this here, imagine with the millions and billions of pounds that's been spent over the years via things like MK Ultra, the Behaviour Insights team in England, the Nudge Unit, um, Tavistock Institute of Human Relations, and all these top-level psychologists. And their websites, the government website says, to help the community and the world live together better and all that, to present it as a nice picture. No, it's about them working out how to push the right buttons in the mass populace so that they can control and manipulate. You know, it's funny because all of this goes back to the, the manipulation and control factor. And you touched on it at the very beginning, but this isn't recent. This has been since the beginning of time and it was, it was started with religions. And I often talk about, and I say, I don't, this is a platform where we tell people, I don't care what you believe as long as you believe something. Cause at the end of the day, when you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe, we're actually generating the same energy level. And if we could realize that your love for your God or deity, it's the same thing I'm feeling when we're, I'm connected. So why are we hating each other over that? It should be like the most beautiful thing. Oh, you connected to Yakaluvi forever, whatever the freak your God's name is. Oh, I'm so happy for you. We're loving each other right there at this level, but we've never, it's always been like death over whose God is the real God. I'm like nobody's God's right. There's only one Supreme being or a Supreme spirit source code, whatever you want to call it. And everybody else is just being manipulated. With you, but I have a, 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 another bit of a, a look on it. Um, the Lord's it. Prayer, a lot of people will be familiar with it. Um, doesn't matter what religion you are, but you've probably heard of the Lord's Prayer. I'm using this as an example, where it's our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth will be done as it is in heaven. Right? Mm -hmm. there, are, there are major clues there. Okay? Our Father... Who art in heaven. Let's imagine your brain, your imagination is heaven. Because for people who are depressed, it's their hell. When you're feeling happy, it's heaven. When you're feeling down, it's hell. So our father, well, imagine your brain is your father, who art in heaven. Or or ways, yeah. I kingdom come on earth will be done. As it is in heaven. Oh, wow. The same as all self-help books. What you think <laughs> yeah. and focus on, you will get more of in life. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's a, that's a wonderful way to look at the Lord's Prayer because, what, what you know, and, and it, I said, even if you wanted to call it brain or you want to call it your heart, because it's the same exact God. Because I always say God's, you know, we've been told that you have to go to some building. I said, do you guys realize that he's in every single one of us or it, the spirits well, in every God, single one I of us? I think it was a spelling mistake. Yeah, I think maybe. they left an O out or they took it out on purpose so that people wouldn't realize. I think actually it's just a case of being good. Well, you know what? You'll, you'll like this because I always take the same sort of uh, or look at Jesus. And I say, he wasn't saying, I'm the son of God. He was saying, the way, the way, the truth and the light is through me. I'm the one. He was saying, it's through me to each and every person. You're the way through, to, 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 to heaven. It's through the, 
The spirit is in each and every person. When he said, I am the son of God, he's saying, you're the daughter of God. You're the son of God. You're the, everybody is the child of God. God lives inside of you, not in a building. And if you could go inside, I always say we're living in a world today, especially 2022, where we constantly compare ourselves to everything else going on around us because of the social media aspect. Oh my God. This is one of the, the smartphone, yeah. internet everywhere. Yeah. You can't get now you're from. holding it in your hand. This is the mark of the beast. You said they will bear the mark of the beast, oh. okay? Metaphorically. Yeah. This is the beast. This is, yes, it can be great if you're in an emergency, you break down, you ring up the recovery, they come and get you. It keeps you in touch with family and friends. Lots of positives. But this, uh, it, 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 it's been devised and released to the mass populace at a price that's affordable as a control tool i'm not saying it's a tracking tool but it is you don't need to implant microchips in people you're carrying it around it's your smartphone but what this does is it gets lots of people especially the youngsters who the instagram and tiktok generation addicted and this brings me back to the magic keys i alluded to before but then we went down different paths it gets them addicted to wanting to see if they've got how many views they've got mm-hmm. on the latest post or how many likes or thumbs up or comments they've got that are positive to give them some sense of feeling of self-worth. Hang on a minute. Or if they get a negative comment, it destroys the world. Whoa, whoa. We've seen in things like the social network documentary on Netflix that they purposely on things like Facebook will alert you to things at times that suits them so you will stay on longer and become addicted yeah oh yeah and then they can put adverts in front of you so they sell more or they get the narrative to you that the powers that be wants that you're controlled or subdued or so you get angry about something and go and rail with friends and it causes disagreements so that you're distracted from some big other news story that really they don't want people to to look at like is dealing maxwell so it all comes down to, an un- I narrowed it down to this. Every human being needs to, in order to be healthy psychologically and physically and physiologically, and to not have habits or addictions that are negative or destructive to them, they would need to, for that ideal outcome, to feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished, and valued. Now, those sound like very similar things to start with, but if you get a thesaurus, take a piece of paper and a pen, people at home, write them down. Loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished, and valued. Then look what they mean, and you'll see that some of them relate to self-confidence. Some would relate to self-esteem. Some would relate to self-image. Some might relate to self-control, a.k.a. willpower. They all relate to different things. Now, if there's any lack, you know, in any of them, one or more of them, so the person doesn't feel fully loved or wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished or valued, it could be all of them that there's a lacking, or it could be just one or two of them, but that will cause an imbalance. Mm. And that's going to have a knock-on effect on their levels of self-confidence, self-image, self-esteem and self-control, a.k.a. willpower. And if there's any imbalance on them, it's going to have a knock-on effect on their levels of self-worth, self-love, self-respect, 
and positive selfishness. And what I mean by positive selfishness is like on the aeroplane. Um, if there's a, a problem, they say, put your oxygen mask on before your kids. Because if you start putting your, one of your kids on first, you might pass out and then not be able to put it on to the rest of the kids. So it might seem selfish putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, but by being selfish, you can be selfless later and help all the kids. And if there's any imbalance in any of those, then the person will feel like there's something missing, a hole in them. And some people will seek to fill that with religion that could end up being a cult or taking the money off them, like Scientology. Some people would choose to fill that, drown the sorrows with alcohol. Some want to put a smoke screen up through smoking. Some want to literally escape the feelings through drugs. And the way, and that's how also, you know, negative health, they can end up feeling stress. And stress, as conventional medical science and medicine has proven, can turn into physical uh, illness and genuine disease. Disease. Disease, but disease. Yeah. Disease. Life threatening. Yeah. The way round that, and that's why things that they say are incurable, the clue is there that actually the cure is inside. That's why it says IN at the beginning, incurable. The cure is inside. Oh, yeah. The cure is inside here because the mind controls the body. So you need to, first of all, find a way to reverse the things that were imbalanced, to make them balanced out again. So one of the key things I do with hypnotherapy clients, probably the biggest thing I do, and it doesn't matter whether I'm helping someone overcome a habit, an addiction, a fear of phobia, an emotional complaint, overcoming trauma of the past. There's an underlying thing that applies to them all. In that moment with that issue, habit, addiction, fear of phobia or health complaint, there is an imbalance somewhere. And that's been caused by an imbalance somewhere along the path of the things I said before. You can always watch the replay to take notes. So my main job as a hypnotherapist is to help that client leave my office so that they feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished, and valued. I love that. Not to say that they feel it. Feelings are an illusion. They're only reality to you, the person who is feeling them and experiencing them. That's so true. it can be a purely imaginary thing, but as long as to them it feels real, that'll be fine. So they need to feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued, so that it will balance out their self-confidence, self-image, self-esteem and self-control, a.k.a. willpower. So that, as a knock-on effect, it balances out their self-respect, self-worth, self-love and the positive selfishness. So that... It removes any of that negative shit that was filling the hole, throws it away, and fills it with a oh sense God. of pride. Hmm. That's that's really great. You know what? And, and you're, I like how you've you've broken it down into more than just happiness or or you know like. And that sense of pride is happiness because yeah. the other end of the scale is sadness. So the positive end is pleasure. The other end is pain of some form, whether it's physical or emotional. And the powers that be know this, they use it, the same techniques that I do pretty much, but they use it with negative intent to cause people 
to be psychologically ill or physically ill or to be preoccupied on things so that they don't fulfill their full potential. Because when you feel whole, and I can't sing, so I, I apologise to the uh, listeners, but one of the best songs of all is, the, uh, in terms of giving the clues of what I've just said, it's the greatest love of all. Because most of these imbalances that I talked about happen at some point from being born up to, they call it the formative years in psychology, zero to seven. I actually personally think it's more like from birth to teenage years, and then we kind of freeze psychologically. So any traumas we have, and I'm saying traumas, from birth up to about teenage years, I'm not saying that people don't have traumas as adults, they do, but the way they react to them is dependent on how they developed as a child up to the teenage years. So something that as an adult we look back on and would laugh at and go, that's ridiculous, that can't have caused your problems in later life, could have, when the child was four or five, felt really traumatic to them and got stored into their personal laptop computer or something traumatic. And that negative program can still be running when they're a 45-year-old and it can be holding them back in life and they don't know. So another part of what I do is, is help them go in and effectively release the negative programs and replace them with, uh, if you like, mental antivirus software or positivity, but also to forgive their inner child for holding them back and their kind of metaphoric inner child, I get them to imagine going through the ritual of getting hold of them, giving them a hug and going, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And then I also say to them, imagine telling that little you whatever they needed to hear back then when those things took place when you were young that would mean that it wouldn't have affected you the way it has done in your life. And whatever that may be, they'll come up with for themselves in a way that feels right for them. They'll go through the process of apparently saying it. And because then they can release and let go of those things that were holding them back, it enables them to... Get rid of barriers. That's a good way to get rid of barriers. You know, that's why I think it's it's interesting how we don't understand what's holding us back until you can relax enough and have somebody kind of pinpoint it like you're doing. That's really a wonderful thing to hear about because uh, I think most of us, not most, but a lot of people are caught in some sort of rut, not really sure where, how they got there, where they lost their confidence, how to get it back. And it, life is about confidence. It's about no other thing but being feeling like you can accomplish anything. It goes, going back to that I'm possible word, um, impossible being I'm possible. But, um, you know, we, we of course... I say it's noise. I call it noise. But everybody for the for the you know, maybe you find a few people on this planet that truly want you to do well, but everybody else really doesn't. You know, they're just like there's a negative feeling behind everything in life and it's all pushed against you. So that's why I like the fact Kelly, that you have to come from positive. The grass is always greener syndrome. But the powers that they want it that way, because again, it's yeah. the division and thing. It's the jealousy. Someone else is doing better. You know what? You instantly become more relaxed and let go of a massive amount of stress when you stop competing with other people. For sure. For Instead, sure. 
Focus on competing with yourself. With yourself. Yes. I mean, the best version of you that you can possibly become. So tell, I want to tell you something funny. So it's day 1200 in a row, but I often tell everybody that if you go back and you pick out a show, you won't find anywhere. You're like, geez, Mark's not on tonight. Like I showed up and brought fire out of my heart for 1200 days in a row. And the way I look at it is this, the only reason why this has happened is because I have this mindset where when I show up every day, I say, yeah, last night's show was really good, but I'm going to freaking take a sledgehammer to it tonight. But the crazy thing about this, Jonathan, is while I'm saying that in my mind, I'm already thinking, yeah, but tomorrow I got TNT. So it's like, I'm already, I'm doing this. I'm always leveling up. I'm never coming up being like, oh, okay, I got to get the show out of the way. I'm like blank slate in it. I cannot wait to see what happens tonight. And tomorrow though, I'm taking a freaking grenade launcher to tonight's show. No matter how good it is, tomorrow's show, I'm going to blow it out of the water. And if you can't think that way about everything you're doing in life, you will always just be here or going this way. And for me, I guess when you wake up and you believe that there's something magical going to happen in this moment and you show up and you just do it. I don't know. It's like why I even say, like, if I showed up the rest of my life and eight people were watching me, 10 people, I, I don't even freaking care because I'm here to leave messages. It, this is the way I don't need a therapist. This is my therapy. I leave it out into the world every day, full expression. And my philosophy is that life is about total expression and living in a world now where they suppress anybody who says anything different than the agenda, the BS yeah. narrative. You, what we're doing is destroying every soul on the planet because you won't let people breathe. Like Jonathan, Dr. Jonathan Royal and I are brothers on the fact that we believe very similar things about the way the world is going. But I don't think you've ever seen my show. I've been live for 1200 days in a row. I didn't ever hear you speak. You have documentaries where you're saying the same things I'm saying. This is intentional division and intentional keeping people from, like you and me apart. It's, it's, yeah. it's clear. Because if we were all together, if like, if you and me were like, well, like once a month doing some powwow where we're bringing other people in, we're chatting about this type of stuff and like just building out some sort of community of truth, you know, it would f just blow people's minds because. It's where unfortunately it gets really, really, um, I'll just throw this one in and then perhaps just to give everyone a bit of uh, uh, light relief for the brains. Um I could. I saw your pre-show show, as it were, and you mentioned Uri Geller, so I've got a bit of an experiment we can do in a minute. Uri Gellified. He's he an interesting guy, Uri Geller, actually. I met him once. He rubbed his neck. His head fell off. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, he is an interesting guy. I have genuinely met him. And um, the thing about Uri is whether you believe he's genuine or it's fake or, or whatever, I mean, he does all this um, stuff with, with the with the spoons, oh, yeah, a, a spoon. I mean, let's try something first. Can I, 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 this is a metaphor for life, and that's the thing about Uri. It doesn't matter whether you believe it's a magic trick, whether it's fake or real. The point is that is a real spoon. Um, and what I'm going to ask everyone at home to do, what Uri would do, is move around a lot and all this kind of crap. But if I'm just, I'm just going to. I'm trying to find where the webcam is here. It's so hard with I'm these at, cameras. I'm, I'm, I've gone off camera. I've gone off camera. Oh, there. No, uh, there. I'm on camera. Okay. okay. Concentrate. There is a spoon on here, but concentrate. And imagine the colour orange, which is red and yellow mixed. It's like the sun, the energy. And as I rub, I want you to think of the colour orange. Keep thinking of that. And hopefully, maybe. Oh, oh it's starting to happen. Yeah. You notice, you see the handle starting to bend. Yep. And it bends more. It's happening more and more, yeah. More. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, 
and that, oh yeah, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Let's see there. Oh yeah, that's better. I'm on camera clearly, that's better. Bending more and more and more. So is that a trick? Um, is, 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 it, is it the power of people at home? I, 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 I really don't know. Uh, well, I do, but look, yeah, yeah. everyone concentrate. Energy, now. A bit like the film The Matrix, we just go. And oh, look at that. I mean, that's mega, mega bent. That's just, I mean, that's just one spoon, but perhaps we could try something, everyone, with two. Let's try something with two. Focus on the screen, concentrate your energy now. Think of that color orange. And as we do, it should start to hopefully start to bend. Oh, yeah, it's happening. It's you can like see it's visibly happening now. It's starting to bend. And melt, and we take this one here and we rub it like that. You see, it, in fact, I don't even need to touch it. If you just focus, you'll see it's bending more and more. That's amazing. And that's really weird. I don't know if we can try the uh, is there any energy left for the. <sighs> Look at that, guys. That is so cool. Mental. But what Yuri was best known for, and we'll, we'll involve you here. Got two spoons here. Because um, left and right always gets awkward on the screen. So I'm going to hold one hand higher than the other. The one in the air is spoon A. This lower one is spoon B. Okay. Which spoon do you want me to use? The one you say you want me to use is the one we'll use. So either spoon A or spoon B. B. That's this one, as we said before. Yeah. Everyone at home, concentrate that um, colour orange again, which is like the sun. Imagine that you're beaming the sun through the screen. And even if you think it's a ridiculous thought to think, even if you think it's just a weird little magic trick, but look, it's a solid. Just concentrate. As we start to rub gently, Oh, yes, it's starting to happen now. Starting to happen now. It's starting to get, oh, yeah, it's starting to turn almost like rubber. Look at that one finger. It's starting to get wow. more jellyfied. Okay. Well, I'm going to count to three. On three, I want you to all just think in your mind, melt. One, two, three. Think melt. 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 Look at that, guys. <laughs> no it's going to drop. Watch this, guys. It's going to drop. It's gonna... Stop! <laughs> oh, the power of the mind. That is or awesome. is it just an amazing trick? You decide. It doesn't matter. What you believe on that doesn't matter. It's not going to harm anyone if you believe it's real. It's not going to harm anyone if you think it's a trick. But here's the wonderful thing. Uri Geller always and his audiences feel you were part of that so if you believe that happened it happened because of your energy as well positively coming through at no point did i claim sole responsibility for that happening and that's the great lesson that uri geller teaches us that everyone collectively joining together their energies positively focused on something can make the impossible happen uh, Does that mean you have to bend a spoon on your own 
Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I sure as hell tell you this, the group of like-minded people get together, just like you said, Mark, and focus energy together collectively and positively, and where possible, creatively as well, creating something. We were all creators. So going back to that phrase, we were all sons of God, not religious, we're all creators. That's what we are, yep. Man, you're saying everything that I feel. It's beautiful. I, I really, because it's like this this whole show, I talk about this constantly. I say, the reason that we don't have 100,000 people watching the show is because if 100,000 people join me on a daily basis for the positivity we build, we would change the world. If it turned to a million, we would change the world. And the big guys out there do not want the world to go the way that we can go. I, I know that I'm it's what we call shadow band. Yeah, I'm um, sure. You mean you're so positive and you're also speaking truth. Anybody who speaks truth and has a connection to positivity will be put in a hole. That's where we are. We're in the hole. I wrote a song called Down in a Hole. It's about everybody who's shadow band. It's one of the songs on my albums from last year. I really think if you get a chance, you're going to, the, the stuff I write is, li- this is the other thing. I told you 170 songs, but they're written live in the moment. There's no script. So I'll have someone say, write me a song about the Freedom Convoy. And I wrote a song that's on iTunes called Freedom Convoy. And I wrote it live in the moment. It's a blues funk tune, but it's got Justin Trudeau impression. And it's all these songs happen live and then they become songs that go on albums but it's so powerful and the words if they were heard could really do some damage but that's why they're not heard that's why i'm continue to sit here and, and nobody ever sees me live and i put out pieces of content i'll get 50 i have almost ten thousand subs i'll get 50 views on a piece of content when i put it out i see people with three thousand subs they have thousands of views on their content when they put it out i'm like there's something wrong here they don't even share it with my subscribers when i put pieces of content out that's messed up um but i just won't quit I keep showing up 1200 days. I'm showing up again tomorrow. And one day the eight people, nine people are going to start telling some people and they're going to say, look, this has got to end. This guy's showing up and there's a, there's a positive vibe. The world needs plus live creation. This, this is the only show I know of on planet earth. That's total live creation. And what's better than living in the moment and creating something that never existed until that very second. And this is, this is the life of the show. Precisely. Hey, and you know, I noticed that in your in your um, stuff you put out today, you mentioned about synchronicity, this being the first show since yesterday's birthday. Yeah. And it being show 1,200. And that this is going to be the year of synchronicity. So you know what? Synchronicity, let's lead up to that. Can I mention David Blaine? Yeah, yeah. Um, we keep segueing that- back in as messages, but there's metaphors amongst this. So now let's have a magical metaphor. Let me switch cameras. Because you need to see my hands okay. for this. So I've got a little area down Ah, oh, wonderful. Look at guys. My, see, this is how I should have done my card trick. One of my little favourite tricks I learned when, when I was young that uses just a few cards, and it's a memory test, okay? Kind of. Um, that's dead easy to remember, the back design. It's just a blue back design. Yep. All I want you to do, you might have heard of the monkey thing, thing uh the griller in the suit the basketball stadium where you uh people are asked to count up how many people there are with odd numbered shirts on in the basketball teams and they all give differing answers and afterwards they're asked did they notice anything unusual and they say no and they played the video again the exact same video and there's no trickery and this time they notice that a bloke in a gorilla costume walks across the basketball. Oh, pitch. that's right. I have seen that. Oh, the attentional blindness. Yeah. Because the people were so focused on adding up 
the odd numbers on the shirt, they totally missed the guy in the gorilla suit. Yeah. Well, I learned about that psychology when I was young with this. And the point is that you was at home and yourself. All you've got to do with this, please, is try and keep track of how many red cards there are. Only the red ones. Just red. So okay. ignore the black ones. Just remember how many red ones there are, okay? Okay. So, red, black, red, black, red, black, red, black, red. Now, I'm just going to put four of them down there, and that leaves me four in my hand. To make it easier for you, I'm going to show you. I've got here two black cards and two reds. So how many reds do you think are on the table? Only one, but that's because I think I got the math right. But uh, am I right? Okay, so you're going with one. Some people say two. I've had it in the now past. No, it should people have been two. Three. It should Here's have been the two. thing. Things are not always as they appear. If I just pass those cards through my hand, uh -huh. suddenly I've got one, oh. two, three, four red cards in my hand. Wow. And I'm thinking, if they were all the black cards down there, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? But they're all red, aren't they? While you were concentrating on how many red cards there were, I got rid of all the blacks that were there before, and we now have four kings. That's a and cool that's trick. A good trick. That is a really cool trick. You know, I used to do one where I turn whatever nines into aces and flip them back. It's I think it's a similar concept. You could tell me if I'm, if it's a similar concept, but uh, you know, the, it's one of the coolest tricks, and it looks visually amazing. Um, and I think it's it's a concept with eight cards, the one that I did, and, and you know, and I'm not sure if that's a similar thing, um, but it was such a cool visual trick. I think I actually have it on one of my my uh, shows here. But that was so cool. I loved how you do that because I was looking it's for similar to what you did earlier, actually. I think um, where if we just take one card, in this case, it's the King of Hearts. We'll place that on the table, and the next card is the King of Diamonds. Mm -hmm. Place that down. Watch. Actually, no. The reds never went on the table. They're in my hand. And the black cards. Yes, that's another awesome one. That reminds me of the Blaine one where he'd give George Bush kings and switch them for queens. The same concept. It's really awesome. That's one of the best card tricks. Um, guys, I'm going to let people know how it's done, you know? You want to let them know how, how it's, it's done? How it's done is this. It's not me. It's special cards. And what I mean by that is if I take the king of diamonds and place it face up, Okay. We've got the King of Diamonds face up amongst the other cards. Mm -hmm. Now all I have to do is ask them very nicely, please turn over. Obviously not that loud, because then other people would hear. But I'd whisper it normally and go, please turn over. But I've got to do it loud enough for people to hear it. So please turn over. And uh, when I do, it now becomes the King of Spades. That's and then again, please turn over. And a little pass through the hand. And yes, it's turned into the King of Hearts. And one more time, please turn over. And sure enough, it becomes the King of Clubs, which is weird because there's only one card face up. There's only four cards and they're the four kings. Wow, that was a really good one right there. That's really good. Right hand. But what we actually came to this camera for before we continue our depths of the mind is synchronicity was the word. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, you might notice these symbols uh, if you've ever seen the Squid Games. I haven't, but uh, that's because I don't watch TV. This is my TV. I put the show on. 
But well, I'm sure there's a lot of Squid Games that's got really big, especially with the younger generations. And ultimately, it ends up with people coming to horrible deaths. Oh, wow. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little game where, metaphorically, you could die in a moment, Mark. No. Or you could be lucky, and that could be a sign and a signal that this is going to be our most successful year yet. So let's see what Squid Game symbols we've got here. We've got two circles. We've got two pyramids. Two stars, two squares, and the real squid game symbols, two umbrellas. I'm going to turn both piles face down. I want you to see very clearly that there's nothing tricky going on here because there isn't. It's as fair as fair can be. I'm going to place one pile on top of the other. And then I'm going to pick them up. And I'm going to run my thumb down the side. And when you want me to stop, just say stop, Mark, and we'll cut them there. Okay. Stop. And we're going to do that three times. So that's cut number one. Okay. Say stop somewhere. Stop. Cut number two. And one final. So. Stop. Sure you want there? That's good, yep. Okay. They've been cut three times. And I'll put one, two, three, four, five cards there, five there. Um, I'm going to put one red card face up there and one black card face up there. So you can just say red or black and everyone will know which pile, um, which I've got to pick up. Because the idea of this is those cards have now been mixed by where you wanted them cut. But you're going to mix them even more. And you've got to try and get the last two cards to match we're going to use the phrase make the games match because this is the squid games and for each letter of each word we're going to put a card from the top of a pile to the bottom but at any moment you could say stop and i will put down the pile that i'm currently holding and we'll go to the other one so to start with you want to start with the red pile or the black let's start with the red pile okay we're starting with red yep so it's make which is letter m we take one from the top, put it underneath. And then it's going to be letter A. But you can say stop at any time and I'll switch piles. Okay. K. Stop. E. So that's make. But these two don't really matter. So we're going to put them there for now. Okay. You want me to go with the red or the black cards? Um, you can go with the red again. Go Start with red, yeah? Yeah, red again. So make, this is the, this word's the. So when you say stop or change piles, but T. Stop. Okay. H. Stop. Okay. <laughs> e. And again, the, we don't really need them, so we'll put them out of the way for now. Red or black, shall we start with this time? Let's go with black this time. Make the games is the next word. Okay. So G A stop M E stop S games again. We'll just pop them there for now. So, uh, red or black? Uh, red. Okay, red. So make the games match. This is the final word. 
Whenever you say stop, I switch piles. So M. Stop. A. T. Stop. C. H. Match. We take them out of the way because they are the two. Those are the last two. They're the last two. Ooh. Here's the question. Have you been lucky? If these don't match, metaphorically, you die. If these match, <laughs> metaphorically, this is your year for synchronicity, happiness, success. Oh, my goodness. It's Let's all... see what your first symbol is. You've got all a star. Ooh. One star. If you've got two stars, everyone at home will hopefully share this video far and wide. Uh, on Facebook, they'll click like and give the metaphoric round of applause. And you can look forward to a fantastic year ahead because you've what? got the last two to match. Well, guess what? Guess what? It's better than that. I don't know how you did this, but you know we discarded them as we went along. Uh -huh. well, pile of cards here, strangely. Look at that. Whoa. Umbrellas matching. This pile of two cards. Whoa. Matches. This pile of two cards matches and that pile of two cards matches you match them all sir your future's gonna be bright wow that's amazing that is amazing that one hey you did it different choices stopping at different times are, are you serious like could you have really gone the other way where i could have really just not come together or well, there's it... times when it's not worked yeah really wow you don't match up yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That one I loved. You know, it, there's a lot of really interesting math card tricks that I've seen people do before. Where like, no matter what you choose, the math works. Those are really cool, too. We're like, okay, eight down, four, and then you start doing all these things. I never remember them all. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm a bit lazy. Like, stuff like that's for my wife. She does all these magic square things or things called the um, Knight's Tour, which is putting a, the knight from a chest set on a chessboard. And it doing its normal move, but touching every square on the chessboard, but only touching it once. Wow. And, and you can start from any position. She can do because she can remember all the permutations. I can't remember those things, so I don't do them. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. But that's the those are the ones like the self-working tricks that are pretty cool. I like the stuff where you have to work for it, like you did, you know, where you're actually bringing us onto it, you know, on a journey really cool like i i gotta say i don't know what what time is it for you right now where are you what time is it right now in uk it's uh 3 30 a.m in the morning oh my goodness man i love you thank you so much for spending this time with us like this has been so much cool it's so much fun i don't want to keep you on for you know too long you need some rest um but i really would like to do this again if you're up for it maybe you know a month or so from now yeah that'd uh, be cool yeah i think this is a lot of fun and maybe next time we could bring a couple family members on and have a chat do another demonstration with them um like maybe like it would be kind of fun is if we get like a big zoom call, we get like 10 people on and we can have like a little group experiment or something. That could be a fun thing. No, that, no, that, that, that worked really well. I mean, we'll try one more experiment now involving everyone. All right, cool. But yeah. That'd be great. If we could actually video interact at a future time. Yeah. That'd be well, fun. For now, everyone put down your handbags, your drinks, your purses or anything else you might have in your hands. on. Okay. Make up your own jokes. That's fine. Place your hands out in front of you like so. Okay. Interlock your fingers, so the fingers of the left hand are against the back of the right hand, the fingers of the right hand against the back of the left hand. Palms pressed tightly together, thumbs down on top, and then take your top two forefingers and point them out like that. And then separate them about an inch. 
That's an inch. I've no bloody worries, I can tell you. But seriously, look directly into my eyes. Can I'm going to count backwards from three down to one. On the count of one, if you concentrate, as I'm sure you will, and use your powers of intelligence, imagination, and concentration effectively, you'll find your fingertips are more rapidly drawing together. As on three, it's almost as if someone has put magnets on the tips of your fingers and they're starting to close together, getting closer and closer and closer. As on two, with every breath that you take, every noise that you hear, every word that I say, it's almost as if someone's got a piece of rope tying it around your fingertips pulling that rope tight into a knot pulling your fingertips together so that on one your fingertips are touching right now touching oh touching touching some of you it will have worked for fantastically others it will you'll have resisted but if you allowed it to happen you'll find that your reality is that your fingers came rapidly together didn't they they sure did you know it was crazy as as you were saying it i felt my um i felt the blood pressure pushing them together that was amazing. Like right when they touched, I could feel the pum 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 of my fingers touching at the very tip. It was you fixated your wow. attention on one thing to the exclusion of everything else, as I spoke so about cool. before. Just another example of what we spoke about numerous times. Uh, that's affecting background chatter, focusing on one thing, and then me guiding your thought process. Through. And because you then think of it as well. It's amazing. It's reality. You get more of in life of what you focus on. So what that the one, man can perceive and believe. And you, or it, we have to say these days as well, maybe, because of all this uh, gen, gender and title, oh, geez, pronouns yeah. and all. But you can achieve it. You just got to believe. It's amazing. It's amazing when stuff like that happens because you have to be open to, you know, especially stuff like this. You have to be open to the mind being more than you know it's it can it can accomplish. And for the most part, we've only been told we can do the smallest amount of things we can actually do. It's amazing. And we sit there and we really just are at a loss because we waste all these days of our lives again, in the misdirection, the distraction, and we don't have an opportunity to really dig in and explore that beautiful spirit that we've been given. And sometimes it's too late for, for, for some. And, uh, this is why I show up. I, and that's why I know you keep writing book after book and helping people through their issues and making people laugh. Um, because this is the journey. You know, I, I say I'm here to leave the world a better place than I found it. And I don't know how it's possible the way the world's going, but it's my goal. And I think that that's what you're doing too. And I, and I love that. And like I said, that's why I said, it's funny, but every time I have someone on, I, you know, I love to start doing this more often with people, but I'm like every time I have someone on, like they become my friends because in a world where there's no true people anymore, the authentic people who want to try to find the truth and also bring people together need to come together first. That's the only way the others will follow. This is a world of sheep and the only people who can create enough of a buzz or momentum are the ones who are willing to take the brunt of it, take the rocks in the face and take the name calling your conspiracy theorists. Oh really? Then why are we doing exactly what I said for the last two years and nobody wants to talk about it. They're just sweeping under the rug all of a sudden. You've got to be really careful though, because what the, well, the, that is incredibly true. What you've just said, uh, the likes of your behavioral insights team, the nudge unit, uh, and whatever the latest um offshoot of MK Ultra now is in America. But the social engineering, they call it information warfare now, actually, information operations and information warfare. And they do actually have military units that are just about like manipulating things on the internet to cause division and all this, that, the other. Um, but they also create false freedoms. And by that, I mean 
Hugh, for example. Oh, yeah. Hugh was a, a CIA psyop. Yeah. I cannot prove that entirely, but I, I genuinely believe Hugh was, you know, where we go, one we go all, uh, Hugh, these information drops. It, by giving you some breadcrumbs of truth. Exactly. It keeps you distracted from the much bigger picture of everything else. Exactly. So true. So true. You know, and it's, uh, you know, you, th you just took, I mean, you're in, in, in England, so you maybe even have a better scope into U.S. affairs. But I saw, I did this Donald Trump show for 36 episodes. I did 35 of them before the election. And that's what I think got me really in trouble because I was speaking about all the bad stuff Joe Biden did in his life as Donald Trump, like doing commentary. And it made Tr Biden look really bad. And they just didn't let anybody see any of it. But the reality is these are horrible people that have been in, in charge for a very long time. And they created a situation that we're currently in which i think was to really destroy the world like no matter what how it's i look at it corrupts, don't they and that absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah absolutely uh, yeah people uh, a lot of them not all but a, a lot 90 percent behaviors of psychopaths <laughs> and narcissists yeah it's a sad thing because we're we're electing these people to look out for us but as you've said very eloquently they're they have our, our interests are not in in their minds at all it's really about how they could fill their pockets and how they can really fill the elites continue to fill up their wallets which i don't even understand like i, I don't understand this because i'm not there but don't you get to a point where you've got enough you know what i mean what is this like now i need more i need more like billions and billions and billions like well, okay, you can't take it with you, you know. So, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot out there I just don't understand. You know, this I think if you were to re-engineer the way societies run, everybody could be very happy. Everybody could have some of everything, and we don't have to live the way we live. But it's specifically engineered in order to create so much division. That would be ideal, but. Everyone could be happy most of the time. You can't, it would never work being happy all the time because That's then true. how do you know you're happy? You've so got true. to have, you have to have the balance of up and down and shade and contrast. So true. So true. You know, that's why I always say, too, it's actually funny, but um, you can't experience up if you don't know what down is. That's so, I mean, absolutely. And I say something, I don't know if this is true or if this is some thread of of reality to this but i always say you need to get to 51 percent happy i think people put so much on being happy they don't realize they just need to get to 51 percent because i treat it like being the ceo of a company if i have 51 percent of my happiness then i have control of my happiness if i'm at 49 percent or less then i'm miserable so all i need to do is get to 51 to be at 100 and people don't realize like 51 brings you to 100 you just have to be above 50. I remember I made a t-shirt to that and I was like, I don't know if people get what I mean by that, but like you, once you have control of your happiness, it's just being over that 50% barrier. It's such a fine line between being happy and being miserable. It's at 51%. And don't say I need to be a hundred percent. I need to be 90. No, forget that. Just get to 51, you know, and I think you'll be very you happy. You know, it can be as simple as just changing your reframing, as it's called in NLP. What you focus on, too many people are going, oh, you know, I, I, I wish I had more money. I wish I had more than this. They're comparing themselves to the Joneses, so to speak, you know, the grass is greener syndrome. Instead of, which then makes them feel down, instead of perhaps going, wow, 
you know, the attitude of gratitude. I know it's a cliche, but wow, at least I've got food. I've got a roof over my head. I'm not living in a war zone. Um, you know, if you look at all the negative things that some people in the world are experiencing and then think, oh, there but by the grace of God, go I, so to speak, make help you appreciate more what you have got so that you're not pulling yourself down negatively by going, I wish I had more of what rich person's got. Yeah. Because you'll automatically feel elevated because you're in a better position than the people who haven't got what you've got, which is a sizable amount of the world. Well, that's, that's very true. I mean, and then I, I heard something recently that you could probably shine some light on, but you know, we're always reaching for that thing, whether it's a success in job or it's, uh, you know, an invention or some product and we're always reaching for a certain goal. But once we get to that goal, we're never satisfied because there's a new goal. And so we're always pushing that, that goal line essentially and you can't ever get to, you know, success or happiness. Maybe that's the same reason why people feel like they need to make more money when they have, you know, like the, uh, what's the name of that, uh, family that's been around for generations and generations that has Rothschilds. They've got $500 trillion. I heard that's insane. And they still have to get more. They still have to open more world banks. So like, what is the end game here to have all the money on planet earth? And then everybody else is just. Well, it's not about money. I mean, we, we cover that in my in my documentary, Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. We cover the fact that money's just an illusion anyway. Uh, it's a psychological control system in itself. Hmm. Um, you can't do anything without it. So you, people focus on trying to work to get it all the time so their minds are not on the moment. And the it's people true. at the top of the tree can print as much as they want anyway. They're in control of it. Yeah, and they could just throw it away in their bank accounts or do whatever they want with it. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's, there's so many different, uh, there's so many different oranges we could peel on this show, what's going wrong with this world right now. But I think it all comes back to having a strong mind while you're dealing with the world we're living in today. You need to do one thing if you're out there listening to the show or you find the show, step away from the negativity for as long as possible every day. This is a program that's live every day forever for two plus hours. We try to live in the light so you can go back to the disgustingly dark world you live in and say, holy freaking cow, I can't believe I've been getting all of this and I didn't know because I'm too close to it. People get so close to everything they can't. And this is, goes back to your point of they get you into a frozen state. You get so close to it that you're not able to recognize that you're being abused mentally and also you're lost and confused. It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's well, what's going I'm gonna, on. I'm going to... Um, you got to get some sleep, brother. Leave you to end <laughs> the show yourself, as it were. Absolutely. Before I do... Um, can I watch in? I'm just, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm gonna have to have me time, time coffee. Um, you need a rest people, first, get some sleep. People tune in, watch Mark Shaw, that'll give you an uplift every day, far better than that fake news stuff. So sure. But also, if you go to my website, magicalguru.com, that's M A G I C A L G U R U.com, there is a button on there across the top that says therapy. If you click on that, and scroll down, it's about the third video down, there is a free virtual online interactive uh, 
complete mind therapy, positive mind programming therapy session on there. Oh, that's that awesome. If you follow the instructions on the video, will help you to overcome any habits, addictions, fears or phobias you may have. Uh, and if you haven't got any of them you want to deal with, it also gives you information on how you can use it just to generally relax yourself, your mind and your body more so that when you're more relaxed, your body can then heal better and you can avoid all those nasty things like disease. I think that's very of charge, by the way. That's beautiful. And we're going to, we're going to send everybody over to that guys. Remember you could pick up many books on Amazon 26. If I, if I recall, uh, and I'm sure if, uh, if you put out 26, there's probably another one on the, on the way. So make sure you guys check that out. The reason I've run out now, I, I don't release books for the sake of it. The one bit, no, that's I got nothing left. I'm done. I got nothing. Oh, uh, you're hilarious. Listen, I want to play because I know you're on your way out to go and uh, get some rest, but I want to play you that song I was telling you about, which is called, um, crimes against humanity i'm going to pop it on as you're leaving the show and hopefully you listen to it and uh and just remember this has all happened live in the moment and hopefully we can get this one out to the world Uh, when i put out the song mandate this which was put out last year and it's really powerful and the the lines go you know whatever if you want to check it out you can um but it never got out there a couple hundred views because the big tech world does not want you hearing a message like mandate this you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so I'm going to pop this on for you uh, as you head out. I really appreciate you, brother. And let's stay in touch. Let's see if we can get you on again next yeah, month. And let's indeed. do this again. Thank you very much for having me on, dude. It was a pleasure, brother. It really was. And, and keep up the great work. And I look forward to seeing you on Facebook and, and uh, shooting my support your way whenever you have something coming out. Cheers, dude. I'll right, speak buddy. to you soon. I'm going to switch my phone to listen to this oh awesome okay i'll pop it on now thank you again guys yeah thank you jonathan for joining us and share the show we gotta see if we can get more people to see this This was an awesome episode this is so awesome having you on buddy i really appreciate it all right here we go all right buddy thank you so much i'm shutting this down on over on the zoom call it is officially over zoom complete and we're here now guys how freaking awesome was that Come on, right? Dr. Jonathan killing it, saying everything that we've been saying here about Joanne with the bugaboo. Oh, man, that was awesome. Now I got to play this song for Dr. Jonathan. And guys, please do me a favor. Go and check out all of Dr. Jonathan Royal's content on Amazon. Go check him out on his website and support what he's doing. It's freaking awesome. And we're going to have him back on again next month or whatever in order to do another powwow here and talk about the world that's being destroyed around us. This right here, fam and friends, is one of my newest songs. It's called Crimes Against Humanity.
time I'm, I'm looking back at Earth from the new world I can just disappear from here for a little while yeah. Get away from the constant fear Wake up, yeah We're talking about Crimes against humanity Cameras everywhere, yeah, someone tuned in, yeah, watching everything I do, everything you do, yeah, they got memorabilia too, yeah, you can buy a Mark Byers Renaissance Man show shirt, yeah, in the friggin' Dreamin' Show, yeah, little kids running around saying that's the guy writes songs in the moment, yeah, but not here on the friggin' planet, no one even knows I'm here, no, no. I don't even know these moments taking place It's a friggin' disgrace 2022, they're hiding me from you But they'll tell you about the bat with a friggin' human ear On in 30 minutes, CNN, MSNBC All of the crap, you got it coming out one ear into the other Yeah, you can't break away, no Oh, yeah, you've been a addicted to Crying against humanity They hope you're never looking home They hope you're just take the truth They put out in front of you When you say it's okay This is my correlation anyway Come here, join us here tonight Every night Whenever you need to get some clarity yeah, put it all behind you, yeah Show up here, yeah Whenever you need some clarity Like a massacre, mm, patent on lies, yeah. No one believes it anymore, and if they do, they probably drink the Kool Aid too. That with a human ear. Fake news, national inquiry, mainstream media, yeah.
give some clarity Yeah, just shut off the TV and get some clarity tune is just freaking fire i cannot wait to drop it i hope jonathan had a chance to watch that and enjoy it and if you did buddy there's 170 just like that on spotify they're all written live just like that in the moment we're going to listen to another one that's coming out of my next album in a few weeks this was written about two or three days ago guys let's see what it is i think this is the one i want to play which is called the end days it's got a rap yeah blues funk here for you too this is another one written live in the moment let's see what the universe wanted you to hear
the end days they're coming round the corner I don't know what but I don't wanna be a gonna know I'm hoping that someone will save the day so I show up here and I try to play I look I try to get into the moment I'm going to own it I'm going to find something we're talking about the end days, yep, you can't get faced, no, you got to get yourself prepped, get yourself to the store while there's still stuff on the shelves, cause you know you ain't gonna be there for long, yeah, it's like the crazy people going out to get 60,000 rolls of toilet paper, you know you don't need that much, what are you, wiping your butts 50,000 times a day, look, Share that toilet paper, what'd you say? And Jeff Bezos comes and says, Look, we have plenty of toilet paper. I'm Jeff Bezos, and I'm a billionaire. And Bezos had to say, Look, Amazon stock is up big. I'm paying my investors on top of their original investment. I'm Bezos. And Bezos did his thing all through the pandemic room. Guess who? Guess who else came out? That's right, Mark Zuckerchooch too. What? Yeah, my name is Zuckerchooch. We know, you're Zuckerchooch. Yeah, we know. Everything you do, you like to suppress, don't you? Oh, look, we said we'd have a song about suppression. I guess we got to give you a lesson. Mm, Mark Zuckerchooch. You think that everybody got to say what you want them to say And if you don't, you can put them away Yeah, you dig in a hole Yeah, you throw on them down Yeah, you cover and it over And you say, what, I don't hear a sound Even though, yeah, the people be screaming out loud Talking about the end Mark Zuckerchooch 
Yep, yep, he's a, a Kamanatsa. I don't know what we want to call him. He's a Latsa, and definitely he's not a, a he's not an American. No, I don't even know if he's human. Yo, I'm thinking that he may be a robot or maybe an alien. I don't really know the case is still out. But I'll give you a shout. Oh, and I found out, yeah. I got a couple people looking this pine on him. You know he's over. He's got the people looking over his shoulder like he's trying to figure if he's getting older. No, he looking like he's getting younger. He got a Benjamin Button thing going down. Yeah, I'm thinking definitely he's alien. Cause he can't be doing that unless he found the next genetic. The connection to the past, yeah, he's a reverse in time, yeah, a genetic modification, yeah, cause you know that would give him elation, cause he's original to the adrenochrome, yeah, you know, and I can't say that word anywhere, cause then they're gonna pull you down, yeah, 15 seconds of flat, yeah, you can't get any better than that, talking about the ending. goodness guys unbelievable madness tonight dr jonathan royal what a performance to have him on here and to chat uh today just quickly as far as in the news elon musk apparently is trying to take over twitter which i would welcome because twitter blows like same thing i put out nobody ever sees anything i put out on twitter i don't know how many people follow me on twitter nobody freaking sees anything but so like yeah if he can take over twitter i'd like that thanks elon musk um, and do you want to take over the rest? Like maybe you could take over YouTube as well. And like let people find my show, you know, but you can't control anything, Mark, just that you showed up and you're going to keep doing it. You know, what I mean? and that's what I'm going to keep a doing. So fam and friends, I hope to see you tomorrow when we do it all over again for a day 1201 in a row. The year has begun. What an awesome way to start here. Day 1200. Dr. Jonathan Royal. Hypnotism. Mentalism. Just a conversation about truth and positivity. That was very cool by me. So, until tomorrow. Kathleen. Kill it. Pamela Swan. S. Coop. Trish Killian. And a VW. It's Mark Pyers. And it's Renaissance Man. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. You got to go away. You got to go away. Go away.
fam. See you tomorrow. You got to go.